103.9 WRBI Batesville, Greensburg, Brookville, Versailles now presents Southeastern Indiana's longest running and most listened to sports show, Coach's Corner. Broadcasting from the Coach Raver Corner at Ison's Family Pizza. Good evening, sports fans. Welcome to Coach's Corner with Terrence Arney. We're broadcasting live from Ison's Family Pizza here in downtown Batesville, right on George Street if you drive by. Blow the horn, wave, let us know you're listening, and we are glad, in fact, to bring you just another outstanding show, another episode of Coach's Corner, where area coaches come to get good food and talk directly to you, the fan, about their program and the awesome student-athletes that make those programs go. Tonight, a great show lined up. Uh, with basketball being in full swing, we want to check in with a lot of our area schools and coaches. We'll be talking with Lady Bulldogs head coach Mitchell Taylor. We'll also talk to uh, South Ripley's men's head coach Sevy Beach. We'll mix in a little swimming as well. Milan swimming head coach Steve Stock. And as always, we'll close it out with our weekly conversation with Bulldogs head coach Aaron Garrett. I want to thank our sponsors for making the broadcast possible. The aforementioned Ison's Family Pizza, Garings, Fleetwood, Chevrolet, Buick, George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, Great Plains Communications, Bruns, Gutswiller, Margaret Mary Health, Batesville Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, SEI Fiber by Southeastern Indiana REMC, Hurt and Elko, and Decatur County Memorial Hospital. Kicking things off for us in the one spot, it's Lady Bulldogs head coach Mitchell Taylor. Coach, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me. Always an honor. Well, Coach, I got to tell you, and and let me, let me pause and say this. I'm just a guy. I'm just a dude. Sure, I, I watch a, a lot of sports, and I talk to a lot of coaches, but I got to tell you the turnaround that you have done with this team at this point in the meat of your season is nothing short of remarkable um, I think there's, yeah, there's a lot of X's and O's to it, but each time we talk, I gleam that you're teaching these young women a lot more than just basketball, and I think that's part of it. You guys are 11-8 and eight now. I can remember talking to you about just a game away from being at 500, and now you, you smashed through that. Uh, seven wins in a row. Yeah. Uh, the last two wins, um, pretty impressive. A 42-29 win at South Dearborn. Um, you defeat Hauser on uh, Friday night, 52-48. And, heck, you've even hosted up some hardware since we uh, last spoke, capturing uh, the Ripley County uh, title as well. I mean, I mean, you guys, are, you guys are having a great season. What are some of the things, when you, when you take that quick look back, and obviously you don't want to rest on the laurels of having a good season up until this point. There's more work to be done, no Definitely, doubt. Definitely, yeah. But what are some of the things that you can point to that you can hang your hat on that's been part of this turnaround? Yeah, I mean, I think the mentality of our girls just from a the way they approach practice, the mm-hmm. way they approach a game from a mental standpoint, from mm-hmm. a physical standpoint, what they do to get ready, I think that's completely changed. Um, it's something that we've tried to emphasize for, from the summer. Mm-hmm. And we had many conversations this summer, uh, you know, after tough losses in like, you know, just those summer summer rec type games mm-hmm. where we're trying to get a feel for who we have and what other teams have. Um, and we told them it's not going to happen overnight. Right. It was going to be a process and it would be a thing that we would have to work at every single time we were in the gym together, but things would turn around and things would get better. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a, 
pretty good start to the year. We were about four and three, mm-hmm. and then we lost five in a row. And I right. think the girls were definitely at a low at that point. Sure. But they weren't tired. They wanted to keep at it. They wanted to continue to find ways to get wins. They knew we had played some tough teams in that stretch, mm-hmm. and I think we had learned some things from those tough teams. Yeah. A lot of those teams have been there and done that. They had, they had experienced players, um, experienced coaches, and you know, I think I learned some things in that stretch as well. Right. Um, and since then, I think we've really taken those things we've learned and, and kind of just taken the day-by-day process of getting better not giving up no matter what happens in the game, whether you're shooting well or whether you're not shooting well. Um, and I think the girls have really taken that um, to heart, and that's kind of what they've been able to do now on a night-to-night basis and just find ways um, to win. It sounds like you definitely have um, some serious buy-in from your team. Did you find that a challenge? New guy on the block coming into a, a program that had – Expectations. I mean, from the community, from the from the school itself. Did you find that um, challenging to get to get that buy-in? Yeah, I definitely think so. Um, being a JV coach for them last year, I was I was able to make some relationships with some of the girls. Sure. Um, however, I thought that was also a challenge because I wasn't a completely new face. Right. Um, so I still kind of had to break down some of the things, some of the bad habits that they had had from years past or maybe that they just hadn't been exposed to before right and then this year after breaking those down we had to build up the good the good habits um so without a doubt it's a huge challenge and i want to say this process has been easy in any way Mm -hmm. but i mean that's the fun thing about something like basketball if you get a group of people together that really enjoy each other and enjoy playing the sport i mean sky's the limit well now it gets tough well it definitely doesn't get any easier you've got a um a meaty stretch coming up this week we talked about the seven wins in a row and obviously like to keep that going take the show on the road to rushville this thursday we will be there we'll have that game broadcasting live here on 103.9 country uh, uh country 103.9 wrbi excuse me and then you'll come back home for a little home cooking to host greensburg on saturday night talk to me about this stretch this week yeah, I mean, this is a huge stretch for us. Um, seeing Greensburg again after what we felt like was not our best performance the first time we played them, and then playing a Rushville team who is another been there, done that team. They've right. had very good teams in the past. They have a coach who's very experienced, has a lot of wins under her belt, and, and seems like a great coach. Right. So um, we know going in that it, it, they're going to be tough battles, mm-hmm. but we're trying to stick to that the mantra I talked about earlier of just day-to-day, giving our best, no matter what is happening, whether the ball's going in or not. We are playing as hard as we can. We're staying as fo- focused as we can, and we're playing for each other. Good deal. Good deal. And also coming up this weekend, um, of course, will be the sectional draw. Now, I, I ask this question of coaches often expecting to get coach speak, so that's okay. But is there a particular draw that you look at that sort of formulates in your mind a path that you could clearly see a shot at the sexual championship. I mean, I don't think so. Like, it, you got to beat the best to be the best. Sure. That's kind of what I've always lived by as a player and as, as a coach. Um, so we know there are a lot of good teams in our sectional, and we're going to have to play them at some point. Um, I mean, I think anyone would tell you that, yeah, getting the bye would be nice mm-hmm. just to not have to play that extra game. But, I mean, I think just depending on the coach, depending on the players, it's nice to get that early, that game early in the week and just kind of get the nerves out and, right. and, and, and play in that gym and play in that Rushville gym once and just hopefully be able to get a win and move on going into the weekend. So, I mean, as far as our draw, 
we're not really worried about it that much. We right. know the teams that are going to be in our sectional. Um, we just want to be playing our best the way we have been the last few weeks going into that week. And if you're not, you're awfully close to it. Um, and, you know, like I said, for whatever it's worth, I'm just a dude that watches a lot of ball. Um, but I can tell you um, with, with a lot of certainty that I have heard other coaches in this profession say the same things that I'm echoing in terms of you're doing it the right way. Um, you really got these girls playing good. And, that's again, that's just a, a hats off to you as, as the coach, but a hats off to the program. Keep it going, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not just me. It's the it's my coaching staff. It's the girls they've bought in. It's the culture they've embraced. Um, and I think ultimately the culture is about the, what the players make it. Sure. And I try to show them what – a winning and a good culture looks like, and they've really taken that, um, taken that by storm, and just made it their own. So, I just say kudos to my, my staff, Coach Seifert, um, my dad, they call him Coach T, and then also Coach Hughes. They've done a great job and just listening and helping me out, and then also our, all of our players for just kind of, you know, taking it, uh, making it their own, and then also um, making it enjoyable. It's really fun being around this group. Good deal. I, that's a conversation that I want us to have. I want to talk about what it's like to coach with your dad. We'll save it for uh, another day, but oh, I'm, sure, sure. You've, yeah. I'm <laughs> sure you've got some stories to tell, and we will definitely get there. Coach, we will see you um, Thursday night at Rushville, tip-off at 7.30, pregame somewhere around 7.15. Good luck, and we will see you down the road. Thanks, Terrence. Always a pleasure. No doubt about it. Ladies, Bulldog head coach Mitchell Taylor in with us. We've got more Coach's Corner coming up after this on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. Cecil from Ison's Family Pizza here. Breadsticks. If you haven't tried our breadsticks, you are missing out. Our made fresh daily breadsticks are fluffy Dunkin' Delights. Paired with our delicious cheese sauce, our house-made ranch, house-made pizza sauce, or garlic butter, we have breadsticks nirvana. You also got to try our new Fiesta Red Jalapeno Poppers. Sweet heat deliciousness. Available only at Ison's Family Pizza, 812-933-0333, IsonsFamilyPizza.com, and downtown Batesville. Nothing brings the family together like a home-cooked meal. Let Whirlpool and Maytag Appliances help you handle what the day brings. From smart cooking to dependable dishwashers, Garings has it all. With the largest selection of Whirlpool and Maytag Appliances in the area, you're sure to find the perfect appliance for your cooking needs. Shop for the best appliances with the latest features at Garings today. Whirlpool and Garings, 316 North Main, Batesville. Don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. This is Ty Fleetwood, sales manager at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, located at 950 North Michigan, Greensburg, Indiana. I want to invite you to visit us at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick. We have Greensburg's only drive-in service lane and home of the free old changes for life with the purchase of a new vehicle. Stop in and give us an opportunity to earn your business. Thank you for shopping at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. Southeastern Indiana REMC is now offering high-speed fiber internet to its members. Choose from our basic, plus, or premium residential packages with speeds from 100 megabits per second to 1 gig. Prices range from $64.95 to $109.95 per month, and there are no data caps. Get the connectivity speed you need at a price you can afford. Visit SEIREMC.com or call 1-800-737-4111 to check your address eligibility and to sign up for service today. Our friendly customer service representatives are standing by to take your call. SEI Fiber, connecting at the speed of light. Back to more Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza. Get out and uh, support the teams in your area. We all deserve 
your attendance and appreciate you being there. On 103.9 WRBI. Welcome back to Coach's Corner. <laughs> Brought to you this evening in part by Ison's Family Pizza, Garings, Fleetwood, Chevrolet, Buick, and Georgia's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment. Terrence Arney here with you. Just finished speaking with Lady Bulldogs head coach Mitchell Taylor and the Lady Dogs will take their seven-game win streak on the road. They'll be taking on uh, the Lady Lions of Rushville at Rushville Thursday night. We'll have that live on the air for you at 7.30 with pregame starting at about 7.15. And now, in the warm seat, we don't like to call it the hot seat, Coach, uh, South Ripley's men head coach, Coach Sevy Beach. Coach, how are you this evening? Doing great. Good deal. Glad to have you on the program. You guys are coming in. Um, again, the meat of, of your schedule, and you seem to be starting to hit on all cylinders. You've won five of your last six. That lone loss coming during the Ripley County Tournament made it to the championship game, an opportunity to defend. Actually, no, that was that was Jacksonville, the one last year. Excuse that. But anyway, an opportunity to play for the championship, um, a 67-64 close game. Close loss to uh, the Bulldogs, the eventual winner. Um, and then you had nice wins against uh, Olenberg Academy on Tuesday. Uh, that one was a uh, – you guys went, got off and running there, 63-25. And then last Saturday, um, a win at uh, Switzerland County, 50-30. to So, um, you know, I can talk to any coach in any sport, and they'll all say the same thing about wanting to be playing their best ball when tournament time comes around, got a couple of weeks yet for it, but it seems like you guys are rounding into shape. Yep, yeah, we're uh, just like you said. You know, we we don't want to get that point yet. We've got six weeks or so before we get there. So, uh, and, and we've got more than enough to to shore up before then. So, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, as you said, uh, you know, five of our last six we've won. You know, we coming into Christmas, you know, we we thought that we were close. We needed to shore up a few things, turn right. it over a little bit too much. Um, you know, need to shoot a little bit better, and uh, you know, starting at uh, with the Shelbyville game right before Christmas, you know, and, and through this stretch through Switzerland County, uh, we thought we've done a lot better, uh, and, and some of those things we've shot it better, which always helps. Yes, uh, everything else. So that's good to see. Um, you know, it was it was really good for us to. Um, get to that championship game against Batesville and we got off to a good start on that um, didn't shoot it very well in the second and third quarter and they kind of beat up us a little bit there took advantage they hit some shots and uh, gained some momentum there and we were down 15 going in the fourth mm-hmm. and uh, you know what, I, what I'm really proud of our group you know, so far this year, and uh, we showed it in that game against Batesville, the county attorney is, uh, we've kind of taken on that no-quit mentality yes. uh, and, and always battling, and, you know, it would have been really easy to shut it down, down right. 15, right. going into that on our home floor, the huge crowd, but, um, you know, we, we mixed some things up there. We did a couple things in the fourth quarter that we hadn't done at all right. uh, coming into that, and we tried it and took a gamble, and um, you know, it worked out in our favor, and it was good to see our boys battle and get it back to three. We had a shot at the buzzer to send it in overtime and right. uh, went off the front of the rim, but uh, it was it was good to give our boys, you know, they were able to get there and experience just a little bit of that environment, and you know, hopefully that we'll be able to use that to our advantage as we get uh, you know going towards March here. And, and when you make it to 
a championship game like that against a, a team like like Batesville, do you see that or use that as a measuring stick in terms of where you are, where you want to be, or what what is it like playing in that championship? Yeah, you can you know absolutely uh, you know Batesville Batesville's a good team uh, you know surrounded they've got good hard guys that, that work really hard and they mesh together they're really good at their zone uh, and they play really well. Um, around a six eight kid in Cole Pride, which is always easy to do. I can speak from experience doing that. It's it's easy having a guy that big, that good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think that night uh, he went twelve of fourteen for thirty one against us. Yeah. And, um, you know, he hit five threes, and he was the state player of the week for our district that sure. year in the coaches association. So hats off to him. But uh, definitely, it was it was a good measuring stick for us to see that we're making progress right. and we're getting better. We still have plenty to do. We, you know, still like to shirt up the turnovers a little bit. And of course, defensively always get better. Um, you know, we've had a couple, three of our last four games defensively. Uh, that number that we've put out is, uh, a nice to see, yeah. you know, we would like to keep that trend going. Um, you know, I thought we, we made a few mistakes defensively against Batesville, uh, scouting report wise, but that's going to happen. You're human. Right. So, right. uh, but keep working on that here over the next, uh, you know, handful of weeks going into sectional and, and keep building one day at a time, just like we've talked to the boys um, all year, you know, and that kind of starts with uh, playing Milan for a third time on, on Friday this week. Yeah, that, um, let, let's, let's talk about that. So you had some tournament play, the Ripley County tourney and the holiday tourney that you played in that had you matched up against Milan. So it, it's a rarity that you would... <laughs> Uh, well, I guess I guess it happens a lot, especially with sectional play. But but at least regular season, it's a rarity that you would play a team three times. I'm in, I'm curious, Coach. Um, first, explain how that even happened that, that you'll end up playing them three times. Yep. So um, we drew each other in the county tourney, uh, and then in the Morristown tournament, we were set up on opposite sides. And on the first day, we both did the same thing in our two games. Mm-hmm. Um, lost our first, won the second, so that paired us up for day two. Um, you know, and we both show up, and we're 15 minutes from the road. We drive an hour and 15 to play each other in a high-scoring affair. Right. Uh, you know, and then turn around, and uh, unfortunately, we didn't have, you know, neither one of us had a game in between there. Mm-hmm. Uh, normally, you wouldn't in that kind of situation. So, uh, you, you play each other in back-to-back games and in the county tourney, and now we're uh, going over to their place on Friday to, for the conference matchup. So, I'm, I'm interested on your mm-hmm. take, Coach. You hear it all the time that it's difficult to beat a team three times, and you, those two times that you've met, Milan, you, you, uh, the Raiders were the victors. You, you won those. So this Friday night, this would be the third time playing. In your opinion, is it difficult to beat a team three times in a row? Oh yeah, it's it's uh, definitely uh, very hard to beat somebody three times in the same year. Usually, the third time ends up happening in March in the sectional. Right. Uh, for this this year, you know, it's it's happening here in January. Possibly a fourth time in March, <laughs> right. um, you know. So going over there uh, and with us being fortunate enough to come out on top the first two times, uh, we're gonna have to be ready to go. Yeah. We're gonna be ready to go. It's you know everybody's trying to uh, as we get started in conference play. Everybody's making sure they're they're trying to keep pace, mm-hmm. um, you know, going forward and build momentum through you know getting into February and getting ready for sectional play. So uh, I expect the game on Friday to be uh, a very tight physical battle. Sure, with, you know a normal. Ripley County battle that you would see between exactly. South Ripley and Milan and getting after each other and um, you know I think it'll be I think it'll be a really good game for everybody that's involved. You 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 spoke highly of of Batesville's Cole Pride and uh, what you saw in him during that tournament, but during that stretch that uh, this seven uh, I'm sorry the the six wins out of the, your last 
five wins out of your last six, excuse me. Um, who are some individuals that's really been getting it done for you on your squad during that stretch? Yeah, you know, uh, that comment starts with, uh, you know, our two sophomores, mm-hmm. uh, Blaine Ward and, and Cole Henry. Yep. Uh, they've they've been getting it done both on both ends of the floor uh, all year long. And uh, people know, you know, that you got to try to slow them down. But, sure. Um, you know, going back to immediately the Saturday night uh, against Switzerland County, you know, Logan Bradley's a kid that does a lot of things uh, for us as a senior that don't always get – don't always show up in a box score. Right. Um, but, you know, it, it was great to see he started the night off with us hitting a three. Mm. Um, you know, he don't, normally doesn't shoot a lot, but he's capable of hitting. Right. You know, uh, big, strong kid. He, he had a career night as far as scoring. Uh, I think he finished with four rebounds and a couple assists as well. Um Will Tunney comes off the bench, and uh, he didn't always play the most minutes, but Ethan Johnson was out this past Friday, and uh, he filled in nicely for him uh, defensively and and rebounding-wise. And then Chancey Volts is a heck of a defender for us. Mm -hmm. You know, he he does a good job there. And uh, Gavin Binion has has really, really been – shooting the ball well mm-hmm. um and he kind of flies under the radar so uh but, but like i said you know it's we do it by a total team effort right. uh and you know it takes it you know we we had really we've over this stretch of our last you know win of our last five or six we've had really good balanced scoring right uh and that takes the pressure off those two sophomores and just everybody in general everybody's been able to play more relaxed yeah uh and i think we're really chemistry wise starting to figure it out um you know we had to figure out the first part of the year of uh these guys getting to play each other with each other and know how they're going to do things together and and that kind of thing so we're starting to mesh well and um everybody's kind of starting to find the groove a little bit which is nice to see no uh, doubt about it well coach listen we um appreciate you spending some time with us good luck friday night at, at milan and uh we'll see just how hard it is to beat a team three times yeah appreciate it. We're, go- we're gonna need it. it's gonna be a dog fight and uh always appreciate coming over and being on the show all righty that was head coach for men's basketball at south ripley uh coach Sevy beach we've got more Coach's Corner coming up for you right after this on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. What the Fumella? Have you tried the new Fumella, a smoked mozzarella cheese from Ison's Family Pizza? It's a sister cheese to our awesome mozzarella provolone mix. Fumella is a smoky whole milk mozzarella premium cheese from Wisconsin. Available for a limited time on any of Ison's Family Pizza's made-to-order pizzas, hoagies, breadsticks, yum, and salads. Ison's Family Pizza, 812-933-0333, IsonsFamilyPizza.com, and downtown Batesville. What the Fumella? Hurt and Elko, your local Lennox dealer, is turning 50. Hi, this is Scott Lamping. Hurt and Elko is a team-oriented company. I want to thank our entire team, past and present, for making Hurt and Elko the leading provider of electrical, plumbing, heating, and cooling in southeastern Indiana. And to all of our customers from the last century, on behalf of all of us here at Hurt and Elko, we appreciate the faith you put in us and will never take it for granted. Hurt and Elko, your local Lennox dealer, celebrating 50 years of excellence. George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, free delivery and caring for their customers' needs has been their way of business for over 30 years. It's not something new and will always be what George's family values, you and your family. It's easy to switch. Go to georgespharmacy.com and request your transfer or call any of their 10 George's locations. We are here for you. Free delivery before, now, and always. George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment. 
Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza, continues. I want to thank all of our guests, thank all of our sponsors, thank Ison's for allowing us to be here. Thank all of you for listening in. From 103.9 WRBI. Welcome back to Coach's Corner. Terrence Arney here with you. Live from Ison's Family Pizza, and this episode is being brought to you in part by Great Plains Communication, Bruns Gutswiller, Margaret Mary Health, and Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep. I uh, just had a wonderful conversation with the men's head coach down at South Ripley, uh, Coach Sazzy Beach, and those guys really are starting to wind into shape and to be able to make it to the championship game in the Ripley County Tournament, and they were down big, I think. Uh, fifth, definitely double digits. I want to say 15 points at one point. And they really dug in, locked in, and to have an opportunity to capture the crown with a three-point uh, shot at the buzzer, or at least to push it to overtime, That that's remarkable. Shot fell a little short, but um, those kids really came out to play and gave Batesville all they could take and more. Let's change gears now. Uh, let's get away from basketball for a minute, and let's talk swimming as we have Milan swimming head coach Steve Stock with us now. Steve, welcome to the program. Thanks a lot for having me. I'm very excited to be here tonight. Well, I, I was just we were just talking about off air if if memory serves me correct, you're going to be the first swimming coach that we've had on the program. We may have talked to someone early early in the year, but I feel like this was the first swimming coach we we had. So I want this to be an exploratory conversation, if you would, because let's be honest, uh, our listeners, hey, they know all about football and basketball and baseball, and we not, we may not be as familiar, and I don't have a problem in telling you I know I'm not okay. as familiar with uh, swimming as a competitive sport here in uh, southeastern Indiana, so we're going to uh, let you educate us, if you would, this this evening. Okay. Um, I know this past weekend um, you had a big meet, the ninth annual Ohio River Valley Swim meet we'll get into that and um how well the the team did there um but when when you guys go to a meal first of all how long is the season when does the season start when does it end the girls actually start two weeks earlier earlier than the boys do okay Um, they start uh the last week in october okay the boys will start two weeks later and then for 12 weeks the season overlaps okay um, the girls go to the sectional meet first, and they're two weeks ahead of the boys. Sure. So the boys finish two weeks two weeks later. Okay. So, um, but yeah, for much of the season, it does overlap about twelve weeks of the season. So, when uh, you guys, um, whether you host a meet or you 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 go and participate in. I uh, mean, about how many kids or how many schools are represented at these at these um, meets in general? Many of the high school meets um, historically are dual meets where okay. you compete head to head. Right. Um, um, recently, um, many schools are adding swimming to uh, as a varsity sport. So uh, some of the teams are smaller. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the meets we compete in recently have been uh, three and four team meets. Okay. Uh, we just had a four team uh, meet down at Lawrenceburg against uh, a Batesville um, in Rising Sun. Okay. Um, down in Lawrenceburg last Thursday, and that was uh, two nights before our conference meet on Saturday. Okay, so when these dual meets, um, 
I'm assuming, and again, help us out here. Sure. So in these dual meets, the te- your, each team just swims, they get their scores, right? and then wherever you finish is where you finish. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like a track meet where you, okay. you have times. Okay. Um, so if there's uh, four teams competing, you would have, um, you know, each school could swim up to three competitors in each each event, okay. and um, you kind of just compile the times. When the race is over, um, whoever's the fastest basically wins that event. Okay. So. And now, now the events are the events weighted. Is there one event that um, an event score that would weigh heavier than another? Yeah, good question. Okay. The, the uh, relays do. Um, okay. In in uh, high school swimming, there's there's eight individual events. Okay, um, but there's three relays spread throughout that list. Um, right. So we start with a medley relay. Um, and usually those points are weighted a little heavier than the individual, yes. Okay. But at the end of the day, you have your times that yes. convert the scores. Whoever does the best, that's who does the best. Yes, you add up you add up the points. You get points for each event as you go through. And then, yeah. So now how does that relate to, because I know past uh, the, the regular season, when you start talking about sectional and, and, and state uh, competition, how are the end of because you can go to to state for the, the right. team or you can go as an individual. We can right? go as an individual. Okay, um, basically, um, yeah. And in, in our sectional, it's about usually a thirteen to fourteen team sectional. Mm-hmm. Um, historically, it's been held um, at Columbus North each year, but this year, for the first time ever, it's it's uh, the boys meets being held at East Central. Oh wow! Um, but but we have some very large and, and, and good swimming schools in our sectional. Um, two Bloomington schools, uh, right. two Columbus schools. Um, East Central, Greensburg, um, Batesville. Um, so the, the, the several schools from the EIAC are, are in our, our sectional. So it's very, very competitive. Um, and you pretty much have to win your individual race, your individual event to make it to the state meet. Okay. Okay. Good deal. So let's let's talk about this most recent meet. Again, the ninth sure. annual Ohio River Valley Swim Meet. You guys won that last year so you were able to defend your championship yes, did. and, and yes. both uh, the girl uh, boys and girls yes they, they both won and particularly uh you had a young man in dylan thomas i understand that he broke his own record for the boys 100 backstroke yes and he's done that uh for the fourth time, fourth time this season this yes year. yes wow talk to us about that young man yeah. dylan is uh he's a very gifted swimmer mm-hmm. um he's been swimming i think since the age of six uh, so he started very young, um, and he and he plays two other sports as well. Uh-huh. Um, but but he um, he's been working hard in practice all year. Um, he's really a breaststroker, mm-hmm. and in high school, the backstroke and breaststroker breaststroke events are back to back, and you don't want to do that. You don't want to swim those two races right. uh, within ten minutes of one another in, in a race and in, in a in a meet. So. Uh, Dylan has kind of stepped up and swam quite a bit of backstroke um, for us this year, but he uh, he was fortunate enough last year to uh, to make state in the breaststroke event, hmm. and that's fairly rare to be good in those two those right. two events. Which that just brought yeah. a question to my mind. So, what would you, as as a coach, what's the tougher or what is the toughest event to swim? Uh, well, that there's a lot of different uh, opinions on that <laughs> sure. um, so your sprinters your 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 uh, 50 freestylers will say well that's the toughest event right. um, there's distance events like the 500 and, and mid distance 200 free and those are very different to train for taxing on the body they obviously. are very taxing mm-hmm. uh, Dylan is very good also at the individual medley he's got four solid strokes he's good at wow um, but you know usually you know if you're good at four strokes you're you're in the IM um, and and that 
I, and I would think the IM would be the hardest high school event. Right. Okay. And now, Dylan, is he a sophomore or junior? He's a junior this year. Yes. Okay. Already. Yes. Wow. Well, good deal. So it sounds like um, he might have his eyes on swimming late in the season and here. He's hoping to. He's hoping to, to make another uh, state state berth this year. So we will see. He definitely uh, was in the water today. We, we actually had two practices today. Our high school kids just got out of um, um, many of them swam a second time this evening. So, uh, but we had a seven thirty a.m. practice. The, uh-huh. the kids were out of school today. Um, and we went an hour and a half this morning, and, and we had another uh, uh, close to two hours this evening. So we're right in the heart of the training right now. So it sounds like uh, just from hearing that, swimming is a demanding it sport. Is. It's not just recreational fun. I mean, it's, no, it's, it's not. pretty it's, demanding. It, it is at a higher level. It definitely is. No no doubt about that. Now, you, we talked about the relays counting more, and I understand at this particular meet, Milan captured of the six relay events, you guys captured five. Yes, yeah, we were we were uh, fortunate enough to do that um, and uh, kind of challenged the kids to go out and, and try to win as many relays as possible. And we we um, the kids just stepped up and, and swam really well. So that this is a, a meet they were looking forward to all year. So they they really came through for us. Well, it it sounds like it. I know we talked about Dylan and um, his performance, but. Also, uh, some of the conference champions, Darcy Dean, um, Elizabeth McKendrick of South Ripley. Yes. Uh, Parley Hartwell, Ariel Hessig. Yes. And Parker Sutherland, all of Milan, um, were, were uh, considered conference champions in this meet. Yes. And how, do, how does that work? So, um, in most of our races this year, there was two heats. Mm-hmm. Um, so, six lanes in the pool. There's 12 swimmers. Mm-hmm. Um, and and they had the fastest times in their events, so they were they were deemed the conference champions. Wow! That's so, so, but yeah, most of the races had well, some of the races may have had as few as six or seven swimmers, but we we had a pretty full um, pretty full slate this year. So um, yeah, to, to win conference, um, you, you definitely uh, it, it didn't come easy for those athletes. Wow. Okay. And then I looked at coach. I looked at the team scores. Yeah. And. Yeah, I don't want to be naive about it, but when I look at the the men's scores, I mean, Milan scored 118. The next closest team was 42. Now, like I said, I don't know everything about sure. swimming, but that looks like a pretty dominant performance. Yeah, and, and some of the schools in our in our, in our conference are, are newer to the sport, um, uh-huh. so they're building their team. Um, and we're really trying to promote swimming in southeastern Indiana. Um, you know, we have nine boys in our high school team, but some of the schools don't have as many as, as sure. us. Um, and we have 11 girls. Um, but you can see as, as the next several years, it's going to even be closer with those numbers as those schools uh, add, add to the rosters. Wow, that's that's something else. Sure. Um, other scores in the, uh, the area, South Ripley was at 42, Southwestern 38, Switzerland County 33, Rising Sun 20, and Shaw was 12. And then in, on the girls' side of things, and, and the young ladies, again, Milan, very dominant, 83 uh, points for uh, Milan, Southwestern at 65, Rising Sun a close 62, South Ripley 48, and then rounding it out with uh, Switzerland County at 39. If you if you had to say, Coach, when you when you go to these meets and, and particularly with 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 uh, your team, are you seeing more participants on the men's side or or in, in the, on the women's side? The women's side, definitely. Really, uh, right now, and, and the guys the guys are, are they're they're getting the teams are getting larger, but mm-hmm. yeah, the interest is is starting to uh, grow okay. definitely. So, um, 
you know, and we were lucky enough this year to have a couple um, cross-country runners come out for our team. And, oh. and those boys are just loving the sport. So yeah. we're hoping that even adds to our team for, for next year. You made mention that uh, for the first time this year, uh, the sectional would take place in uh, East Central's new uh, natatorium. Have you had an opportunity to just take the team over and swim there yet? The girls did. Uh, Our first high school meet of of the season was over there, and it's a very beautiful facility. Um, And then our club team has been over there as well in November. So, yes, uh, we can't wait to get back in action over there and... uh, and it'll be uh, middle of February for the boys. Good, good deal. Well, at least they, they want it won't be new to them. They've seen it. No, they've seen yeah, it before. They've exactly. been in the water before. That's sure. That'll be good there. Well, coach, as I mentioned to you, if, if memory serves me correctly, this is the first swim coach that we've had on the program this season. Okay. And something that I always like to do with uh, some of our uh, other sports, not the the basketball or the football. Um, I like to say to those coaches, you, you've got a hot mic in front of you. Okay. Okay. Um, for all of our, you know, direct connection to all of our listeners. And let's imagine that I'm new at Milan. I'm an incoming freshman at Milan. I don't have any affiliation with any other particular sport. But I want to get involved and I want to do something. Um, what's your pitch to come and join Milan Swim? Basically, basically just come out the first week and give it a try. We've, we've had, um, over the last uh, eight or nine years over there, we've had, a lot of kids that have never even played a varsity sport before and um you know just come out and try it we'll teach you from from the get-go you know um we're there to, to help you mm-hmm. um and and i really feel like you learn a lot of life lessons from swimming because it, it is an individual sport even right. though it is scored as a team um but it, it's so fulfilling as a coach to see the kids that come out the first day that can't really even put their face in the water right um, and by the end of the season, you know, seeing some of their times and the scores they put up, it's it's really amazing to see the improvement. And it's, I just think it's a great confidence builder, right, uh, for the kids. And uh, it's just a a great, uh, great uh, a, a time to get out and get, to get in shape. Basically, yeah. swimming will definitely get you in shape. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I've heard. Yes, it will. So, so I've heard. So let me let me ask you this. So this is gonna, this is you know just me and my naivete, but okay. I'm assuming if a person wanted to join the swim team, they should at least be a decent to average swimmer. Um, I mean, you're not teaching people how to swim. Well, I'm telling you, from the get, I mean, we've had kids that could seriously not put their face in the water. You're, I've been in the pool teaching kids on the first day on how to put their face in the water, uh-huh. blowing bubbles, right. um, and and you know to getting them to make it down the 25 yard pool. Yeah, um, and the, the shortest race in high school swimming is 50 yards. So many new swimmers just swim the 50 free and the, and the 100, 100 backstroke their first year in the 100 freestyle. Um, but it's really neat to see those kids that stick it up for three or four years and see where they finish. So, yeah, it's it's um, we'll take anybody. We'll give anybody a shot to uh, come out and, and, and join the program and, and see where it, where it takes them. So that's remarkable. Well, that's, that's remarkable. Coach, listen, thank you so much for, for coming on the program. And, and I enjoyed it. Educating us a little bit. Definitely. I, I, I will definitely love to come back and, and, and talk swimming because uh, we, we love the, the opportunity. Well, listen, we, uh, we will definitely okay. uh, talk again. Maybe when we get close to that uh, that sectional there at East Central, okay. um, we can maybe get a preview or even talk to you after just to see how the kids performed um, there in the sectional. Sounds exciting. Steve, thank you so much. And we appreciate it. We'll see you later on down the road. And uh, Coach's Corner continues right after this on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. 
Cecil from Ison's Family Pizza here. Breadsticks. If you haven't tried our breadsticks, you are missing out. Our made fresh daily breadsticks are fluffy Dunkin' Delights. Paired with our delicious cheese sauce, our house made ranch, house made pizza sauce, or garlic butter, we have breadsticks nirvana. You also got to try our new Fiesta Red Jalapeno Poppers. Sweet heat deliciousness. Available only at Ison's Family Pizza, 812-933-0333. Ison'sFamilyPizza.com and downtown Batesville. Nothing brings the family together like a home-cooked meal. Let Whirlpool and Maytag Appliances help you handle what the day brings. From smart cooking to dependable dishwashers, Garings has it all. With the largest selection of Whirlpool and Maytag Appliances in the area, you're sure to find the perfect appliance for your cooking needs. Shop for the best appliances with the latest features at Garings today. Whirlpool and Garings, 316 North Main, Batesville. Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep is a proud sponsor of local athletics. I'm Michelle Galk, and at Batesville Chrysler, we value this community and the relationships we've built with our customers. As your hometown car dealer, we understand the importance of staying connected to the community. We commend all our student-athletes and their hard work and dedication. That's why we're proud to sponsor local sports coverage so that fans can stay connected no matter where we are. Remember, you can buy a car anywhere, but when you buy at Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, we can all work together to support the future of this great community. Need a provider who really listens to you? Someone you can trust and know will answer your questions? The family physicians at Decatur County Memorial Hospital promise to listen to your concerns and are committed to giving you the personal attention you deserve. To make an appointment, call 812-222-DOCS or request an appointment online at dcmh.net slash request. Decatur County Memorial Hospital. The quality care you want close by. You are tuned to Coach's Corner. We want to thank uh, Cecil and his crew here at Ison's Pizza for allowing us to be here. We want to thank all of our sponsors who make this all possible. Go out and support them because not only do they make things like this possible, they keep your communities going and that's very, very important. 103.9 WRVI. And joining us now on the program, none other than the head basketball coach at Batesville High School, Aaron Garrett. Coach, welcome to the program. Thanks, Terrence. Good to be here every week. No doubt about that. And this actually, before we get into the particulars, this is actually a special week um, for you and your basketball program. Friday night, um, you'll have Garrett's gang and all the campers back uh, out on the home floor. Talk to us a little bit about the festivities going on at that Franklin County game. Hey, I appreciate the time to discuss that. It is, it is my favorite game of the entire year in terms of, as our, our most of our baseball fans are well accustomed to now in year nine, because we bring back the campers from our, our November special needs camp, some of which our fans have seen every single year because they've been to camp every year. And they will sit on our bench during the warm-ups and then as we before we do the the announcement of the teams, typically the opposing team this year will be Franklin County. They'll bring their kids over. Our kids will form a large tunnel that ends up out there in front of the student section. And each of those campers will get their name announced over the PA, and it's it's electric. Both both sides of the gym are our standing room. Only people are standing up cheering for these kids. These kids bring exuberance and just authentic excitement. And it's just great to see them again. Our kids over the years have created bonds with them. I'm selfishly enough, and my staff have been able to see them all nine years 
but they're still, I mean, some of the parents are telling me that they're still corresponding with kids that played for us seven, eight, nine years ago. So just to see those real relationships be kindled and, and fostered and then to bring them back each year. I know I've, I, I blasted the word out to our school corporation this weekend because uh, it's also first grade night. So I'm double lucky. My little Eleanor, who's a first grader, she'll be there that night to, to their dances in front of the crowd. So it just brings together so much energy to gym. I know I've had some people reach out to me already how much they're looking forward to it in terms of, of seeing those campers back. And, and parents, you've experienced, you know, it, it'll, it puts people in tears. If you want your spirit moved, your heart moved, uh, come to come to Friday night's game about 7.30, 7.35, and those kids are announced, and that'll do the trick. Yeah, no doubt, Coach. 100% I agree with you. Um, just one of the many special things that, that Batesville basketball brings to the community. Um, it looks like you're asking for the campers and their parents if they can be there no later than 645. And, of course, campers and family members will all get in free. Is that correct? Correct, correct, yep. Okay, good deal. Yeah, that'll be an exciting time for that Franklin County game Friday night. And that Franklin County game, I, I know when you look at the season, you don't like to say must win um, at this point in the season, but it's a conference game. Um, we're sitting at one and one in conference play after uh, falling to Greensburg uh, last week. How important is um, a victory Friday night to the program? Yeah, we're dropping the Greensburg game last week. Now every single conference game for us to, to be able to attain our goal of a conference championship, every single conference game will be a must win. And I say that because I'm not sure if anybody else can potentially knock off Greensburg who's sitting with one loss. Connorsville sitting out there with no losses, so our trip on Saturday becomes extremely important. And that becomes only extremely important is if we take care of a Friday night against Franklin County. So going back to that Greensburg game, I, I know you carried it. You were there and carried it on the radio for us. A tale of two halves, and the game started off really, really well. Um, Cole Pride got us going as he's been doing the last few games. He scored 10 that first quarter and unfortunately didn't score the rest of the way um, in terms of scoring. And the first thing I always do, and I said on the radio, and I and I still, after watching film, after meeting with our guys and reading down some of them, going through practice, I'm not happy with how we played, but I'm I'm even less happy with how we responded. And what that means is, first thing I go back and look at is preparation. To how how did I do my job? How did the coaching staff do our job to get the guys ready? And what you saw there was in the first half, back and forth, and the key thing that took place, Terrence, we had unofficially 10 turnovers at halftime. We ended up with 18 turnovers for the game, and I showed every one of them to our guys, and they're, they're, they're all unforced. And where that becomes critical is, as you had to sit through live, we, we come out, we're down six and a half with, with 10 turnovers that were unforced. We come out down six and a half. We come out of the second half and have a 5-0 run. Coach Meyer calls a timely timeout. They go down and score on a three that we didn't get covered up quick enough, but we go down move the ball around, we get a skip. Jack Runkmeyer works along the baseline and scores a tough two-point basket. From that point, which is about the six-and-a-half-minute mark of the third quarter, through the rest of the game, so we're talking about 14-and-a-half game minutes against mm-hmm. Greensboro arrival, we score two free throws the rest of the way. Now, obviously, it's got to be looked upon what caused that. Was it a cold shooting night that happens? My biggest fear, Terrence, as a coach, is those games where the ball is just not going in the basket at all or very easily. But I cannot, and I've racked my brain, even looked at some of our old schedules. I do not, in my, gosh, I'm, I'm closing on 350 games, 
coached. I do not remember a game that went like this in terms of just that dry spell of scoring. And the guys got some good looks. We didn't get great looks. And what I challenged the guys with is, we, we, in my humble opinion, we did not work hard enough to get great looks. I challenged them to think of it this way. Um, I like to live, I want them to play on their toes and not their heels. I like to live my right. life that way, right? I like to attack the day. I like to attack opportunities. And I felt, especially in the second half, as Greensboro ratcheted up their pressure, I never felt like, for example, we never really pivoted square and just went around somebody. We didn't make strong post feeds. We didn't make strong post attempts. Now, some credit to Greensburg. They, uh, they were physical with us. I thought it was a well-officiated game, so I've got no complaints with the officiating. We, I think it's more of a mental block, whether it be the Greensburg success the last few years, but this is, you know, in my career, this is one of the times where it wasn't, it wasn't a skill issue on each bench, and that's taking nothing away from Greensburg, but we are as equally as good as them. So then I think it comes down to that mentality, that attitude, that effort. And our guys give good effort, but I wouldn't say we were playing on our toes for most of that game, especially in the second half. And that's where I gotta, we gotta do some things in practice. We did some things well today. And one adjustment, for example, is we need to, we need to go more of, of our top five against the next top five. Some more varsity guys on varsity guys, if you will, not necessarily worrying about rotation and going varsity against JV. But we did some one-on-one work. We'll do some of that. We'll do some of the, the Cole Prides against Jack Rockemeyer. Instead of being there in tandem, working them against each other. Like Cade versus Sam and vice versa. Gus versus Carson. Which means, obviously, you always worry about injury, risk of injury. But we can do some things at a, at a high-intensity level. And what I'll need to do is just start to shorten practice time, which we're that time of year anyway with our small rotation. But we can do quick bursts, high-intensity segments, gain the skill we want to get out of it, and then, and then move on and get to the shooting, get to some of those things where we're developing those skills and kind of intermix that within our practice. But leaving that Greensburg game, that's... Failure is feedback, is, is what I've told the guys. That's how I live my life. The greatest teacher is, is failure, right? The, the silver linings of this is it's brought some things to our attention that better we learn it now than we learn it in the first week of March and then our season's over. We have nothing we can do about it. So that's my approach going forward. So sorry for a long-winded answer, but going to your original no. question, that's what makes Franklin County a must-win. we we got to get that next conference game to stay in that conference race, and then we'll have our, uh, love our hands full, especially Saturday, too, with Connorsville, who just defeated number 12, Noblesville out of 4A. They beat them on Saturday night. So it doesn't get any easier, but if it's easy, it's not memorable. We want it to be tough. We want it to be difficult. And if we come out on top, it's, it's, a, it's a memory for a lifetime. Uh, yes, had a chance to see that Franklin County team uh, personally Saturday. Uh, tough loss to East Central um, for the Wildcats. Uh, they were shorthanded over the weekend and, and quite possibly maybe shorthanded when you see them on Friday. Uh, but uh, to your point, that doesn't necessarily make the task any easier. Uh, they were very scrappy, brought in a young man from their uh, uh, reserve team, I believe just a sophomore. He actually led all scores for the Franklin County Wildcats. So um, still have your hands full, no doubt. Yeah, and then we went through it last year, and, and the, the B shorthand that you allude to is, is – their best player, Ertl's in a boot. I know he's got something going on with either an ankle or a foot. It sounds promising that they'll potentially get him back. I know he's he's got to be on the cusp of being a thousand point scorer. He was a major cog last year, and they're a really, really successful team. So, Terrence, I, I, I tell people this: when I decide to hang up the whistle, the thing I'll miss the least 
or the injuries to, to young men who work so hard, especially seniors. So it just breaks my heart to see the Erdo, who's a, he's a top player in our conference. He's one of the, you know, the elite performers in the EIAC. So selfishly, I want to compete against him, right? So I want our guys to get better. I want to compete against him because I want him out there. It's just it's unfortunate, but hopefully he gets back before the end of the season and gets and gets to finish off a very very impressive career. He's a he's a four year guy that's played out there. So then, as you said, as we learned last year, when we went through our injuries last year, and our guys teams will bow up and they'll fight. It's just a matter of us having the right mindset and, and trying to exert our will and influence on now on some as as guys have to move up the the depth chart up the roster. We gotta take advantage of some of those opportunities of guys that aren't used to playing that level or are just newly thrown into that level. And it, it seems like as well too that um, I mean very similar records, um, Batesville and uh, Franklin, uh, Franklin County. Uh, maybe I think one game off, maybe a half game difference. Um, so it should shape up to be a great game. We know it's going to be a great atmosphere. You'll have your campers in the house, and we can't wait uh, for Friday night. And we look forward to seeing you then. I appreciate it, Terrence. Thank you. That was Batesville Bulldog head coach Aaron Guerin. Uh, and this tough stretch they've got lined up here uh, this week with Franklin County on Friday night. And then they turn around uh, again on Saturday to take on Con- Connorsville. Two conference opponents. And, and you heard Coach Garrett say it. Can't afford to lose another conference game with that added pressure. We'll be interested to see what the Bulldogs put out on the floor. Let's take a break. Come back and wrap this thing up. More Coach's Corner in a sec here on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. What the Fumella? Have you tried the new Fumella, a smoked mozzarella cheese from Ison's Family Pizza? It's a sister cheese to our awesome mozzarella provolone mix. Fumella is a smoky whole milk mozzarella premium cheese from Wisconsin. Available for a limited time on any of Ison's Family Pizza's made-to-order pizzas, hoagies, breadsticks, yum, and salads. Ison's Family Pizza, 812-933-0333, IsonsFamilyPizza.com, and downtown Batesville. What the Fumella? For 90 years, Marker Mary Health has been serving the community with quality, compassionate care. Today, that commitment is stronger than ever as they continue to invest in and improve services to better serve the complex needs of the community. Although Margaret Mary is proud of their rich history and all they've accomplished in the past, they're even more excited about the future and their ability to provide outstanding care for generations to come. Margaret Mary Health generations of care get your business on the fast track to success in 2023 with fiber-driven technology business solutions from great plains communications our fast reliable internet will give you the performance that only fiber can provide with the full suite of services to fit every industry from small businesses to large enterprise all this delivered by a local company with over a century of experience join our network of successful businesses make the switch today at gpcom.com speeds and availability may vary by location Back to more Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza. Get out and uh, support the teams in your area. We all deserve your attendance and appreciate you being there. On 103.9 WRBI. And welcome back to Coach's Corner, brought to you in part by SCI Fiber by Southeastern Indiana REMC, Hurt Nelco, and Decatur County Memorial Hospital. Great show we had for you here today. I want to say 
thank you to all the coaches that participated. Uh, Coach Mitchell Taylor of the Lady Bulldogs, uh, Coach Sevy Beach of South Ripley Men's Basketball, uh, and uh, Coach Steve Stock, uh, head coach of the Miling Swimming Team, and of course our weekly conversation with uh, Bulldog Men's Coach Aaron Garrett. Thanks to all of those folks for uh, coming out and being a part of the show. Um, I did want to recap for you our broadcasting schedule this week because we've got um, some great games for you that you definitely want to check out. If you can't make it to these gymnasiums, no need to worry. We'll have it all for you here on the Sports Voice of Southeastern Indiana. Starting off tomorrow evening, uh, 7.30 tip-off. It's uh, boys basketball, Lawrenceburg Tigers at Franklin County. Uh, again, a 7.30 tip-off. It's pregame at about 7.15. And then on Wednesday night, another 7.30 tip. It'll be uh, South Dearborn Knights uh, taking on the East Central Trojans at East Central. That's men's ball there. Uh, tip-off at 7.30, pregame at about 7.15. And then on Thursday, the women take center stage as the uh, Batesville Bulldogs take their show on the road. The Lady Dogs will go to Rushville to take on uh, the Lady Lions. 7.30 tip-off pregame at 7.15. Friday night will uh, be a big night uh, for the Bulldogs. Uh, Aaron Garrett and company will be at home for some home cooking. It'll, of course, it'll also have all of his campers from... Uh, uh, Garrett's gang, all those kids and campers will be there too as well. They'll be taking on Franklin County at home 7.30-7.15 for pregame. And then on Saturday, we've got a double header for you. Uh, girls basketball will uh, kick off the matinee at 1.30. It'll be Greensburg, the Lady Pirates at Batesville. That game time, uh, tip off at 1.30, pregame at 1.15. And then we'll close out the weekend on uh, Saturday night. 7.30 tip, 7.15 pregame. It's a big one. It'll be the Bulldogs at Connersville taking on uh, the Spartans there in, the, in Connersville. Boy, they've been put, they've put together quite a season thus far. Some big wins. You, you may recall hearing Coach Garrett talk about them defeating uh, one of the top teams in the state. They defeated Noblesville. Of course, the Noblesville women's team um, trying to uh, go back-to-back on their state title last season. And I say all that to say this, uh, uh, that Noblesville community, uh, quite a high level of basketball being played there. So Connorsville gets that win. You know they are going to be a formidable opponent, um, and we'll have that game for you, like I said, Saturday night, 7.30 tip, 7.15 pregame. So with that, we again want to thank you so much for joining us on the program. We will do it again next week, the exact same time, exact same place. And for all of us here at WRBI, including John Heil back at the station, uh, special thanks to Abby Brinson uh, for doing everything she does to put this show together. And also a special thanks um, in our uh, stats and research department, uh, Skylar Sigmund, getting things done for us there. Uh, a big thank you to all of those folks that helped make this possible. And in the immortal words of the Hall of Famer himself, he always said, trust and believe in yourself. You've got this. 
This has been Terrence Arney on Coach's Corner on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. Listen Monday nights at 6 for Coach's Corner from Ison's Family Pizza in downtown Batesville on 103.9 WRBI. Batesville, Greensburg, Versailles, Brookville.